Welcome to the e-commerce lab by EcomC. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello guys, welcome to a new session of questions and answers. My name is Vincenzo Toscano. I'm the CEO of Ecomsi. And today we're gonna to be running a session uh, as notified through my social uh, media channels um, around answering questions from the community and just discussing some topics around some concerns people have around some specific topics, uh, specifically selling on Amazon, of course. So I'm gonna be giving a few extra seconds. I think most people is getting connected now and we're gonna get started with the uh, some of the questions. I have gathered for today's session. Remember uh, to like and subscribe. Uh, we usually are dropping around two episodes per week on our YouTube channel, and we're bringing guests from different industries and different expertise uh, around the Amazon space. And also we're uh, starting to bring uh, guests to speak uh, in English and Spanish, both languages. Uh, the same as the sessions we've been running, which are going to be running into sessions uh, to cover the two different languages. So just to remind you, on Tuesdays, it's going to be at 4 p.m. UK time. And then you're going to be having a um, Thursdays for Spanish speaking audience uh, at 4 p.m. UK time as well. Okay, good. So we're going to be start running some of the questions for today's session. Let's see which questions we have here today. Good. Let's get started with this first question for today. So today's question is about external traffic. So basically this uh, person was asking how important is external traffic to Amazon? Well, uh, as, you, as you might know already, I actually mentioned this on previous sessions, uh, bringing traffic uh, to Amazon uh, is very essential nowadays, Speci specifically when you're, you need to launch a product and you need to help with the initial uh, sales and, and ranking positioning on, each, uh, on the keywords that you want to basically sell your product specifically on page one, right? So usually what we do for our clients when we want to bring external traffic is that we try to basically try to get in contact with people around your space. So for example, we had a client that he was selling a product regard a, around the, the pet space. Um, and basically all it is that we reach out to influencers uh, that were basically reviewing like uh, products uh, uh, around pets. Uh, specifically like in YouTube, for example, you know, most people nowadays before they go to purchase a product, what they do is they go to YouTube and they try to basically look for a hot unboxing around specific product or reviews of what are the top 10 toys for dogs, right? So what we did is we got in contact with these influencers and basically incentivized to push the product towards the audience. And what we did is also give them a discount, right? So 
what we did is we say uh, to this influencer to promote the product on their videos and put the links on the description and also to mention to look for the specific brand on Amazon. So after doing this, with, we did this with around, for this specific product with six, seven influencers. And once we did that, uh, I mean, the results were very good because you need to understand that Amazon actually loves external traffic. So as soon as you start bringing traffic from outside of Amazon, uh, usually we have seen a, a huge increase on everything that has to do with organic ranking. And that's usually what is going to end up positioning your product on page one, which for all of you, you already know that that's the main uh, end goal for a product. Uh, based on a statistic, 70 20% of all the sales happen on page one. So if you're not on page one, you're basically missing on most of the sales. So when it comes to external traffic, yeah, we usually combine it with influencer marketing. We also are doing lately blogging. So we're getting contact with blogs with a, around a specific industry or type of products. And then we are bringing that kind of traffic from also blogs. And the third type of traffic that we also do from external uh, sources is email marketing. So this one, of course, is gonna depend more on on where your um how big is your audience right because you're gonna find yourself that if you're getting started with a with a brand most likely you don't have an existing audience um therefore email marketing might not work for you but if you do that's that's a, a big plus that most brands don't have because you can then use that email a uh, marketing a uh, campaign to launch new products or push promotions for things such as Prime Day, or let's say if your product is for Halloween, you can do seasonal uh, campaigns and things like that. So overall, how you usually uh, uh, do external traffic and nowadays is with blogging, influencer marketing, email marketing, and then of course, if you have bigger resources, which we have worked with some of the brands that, that have done that, is you can do things such as, for example, uh, positioning your products on certain uh, magazines or newsletters that usually end up being more expensive, but that's also a route some brands decide to take when they want to scale their products. Okay, good question. Uh, but yeah, the importance is, is, is huge nowadays. Whenever Amazon sees that you bring traffic from outside of Amazon, that, that brings a huge boost in, in organic ranking, which after all is what is going to help you with your sales. Good. Um, okay, we got another question. Um, do you think the low conversion rate affects the organic ranking? Yes. Um, this actually a, a thing that we see a lot nowadays. In fact, we, we discussed this, I think, on one of my last episodes with Gabriel, which he's an expert around the PPC. And we were talking that a conversion rate can actually end up having a huge negative uh, impact in your organic ranking. Because what happens is that if you, let's say you have unlimited budget, right? And you start running campaigns over and over again. What is going to end up happening is that if you bring a lot of clicks and impressions to your specific pro listings, but for whatever reason, that traffic is not converting to a cell, what is going to happen is that that is going to start giving negative attributions to your listing. And if your listing start attributing a lot of these negative, uh, basically conversion metrics, it's going to affect your organic ranking and it's also going to affect your performance toward PPC campaigns. We all know that 
usually on PPC campaigns, you might find that over time, one keyword might perform very well and then it start uh, underperforming. And sometimes one of the factors might be that because you are spending a lot of resources towards that keyword, but your traffic was not converting, therefore your conversion rate started to decrease. And usually we see that as an impact in your campaigns, which most of the time end up being a decrease in impressions, therefore decreasing clicks, uh, which end up uh, affecting your sets, which at the end of the day, if your conversions were bad, your sets were bad anyway, but again, it gets worse as your conversion rates uh, basically becomes worse. Now, things that you can do to improve this, very simple changes. One of them, of course, is making change of your images. Uh, this is one of the first thing we do here uh, when working with people. I have seen a lot of times images that are very poorly made. You're not emphasizing the features, the qualities of the product, basically making the product uh, stand out from the crowd. Um, I mean, even myself as, as, a, as a customer, when I shop on, on Amazon, right? You're gonna you're gonna see a lot that basically um, most of the time the, the listings that we click on are the listings that give give you that catch eye uh, feeling, right? That is like new, uh, like very good shadows, a uh, very good presentation. So I think having the images clean is number one factor. Then after that, of course, is the copy of the listing. If your listing is not well optimized. In terms of copy, the keywords, um, and the presentation itself of the product in terms of the copywriting, it's gonna have two negative effects. The first one is people is gonna uh, people that really read your listing and want to learn more about uh, about the product. As soon as they realize the copy is not there, that's gonna uh, put them off from purchasing your product. A second of all, if your listing is not fully optimized, we have seen also a huge um, impact in the uh, organic positioning, because if you don't have the right keywords and phrases, well positioned your title, bullet points, uh, description, search terms, and the back end of the listing, usually that's gonna end up uh, negatively impacting uh, your product. So in conclusion, yes, conversion rate is huge. Try to always uh, bring a good traffic to your listing. Um, because if then your conversion rates start to decrease, that usually becomes like a snowball effect on your, on your listings, okay? So yeah, good question. Thank you for asking. Good. Let's see which other question we got here. Okay, we got a new question. Do you use any software to request reviews? Um, with the last changes that Amazon made, um, you can't really, uh, of course, incentivize people anymore to leave any reviews. I'm pretty sure that you have seen when purchasing on Amazon, people put it on insert cards, like things such as, I give you 20% off. Um, if you go on Amazon, send me a screenshot for a review or things like that, those things are not allowed. Um, but when it comes to the actual request of the reviews, which I think that's where your question is more going towards too, I think you are referring to how to automate the request of of the reviews that Amazon allows you as as a as an option for each single order. So you have two options. The number one option is just doing doing it by yourself manually. Uh, if you go inside one of your orders on, I mean each of your single orders in your Seller Central account, Amazon is going to allow you to basically automatically generate a template. 
and that template is going to be sent uh, to the customers asking for a review. So usually that gives good conversions. Um, it's just a generic email. It, I'm pretty sure you have even received that yourself as a shopper. Usually says asking for experience, what they think about the product, and basically general feedback about it. The second option, which is one that we also use for uh, some of our brands, is that we use a Helium, a Helium team integration, which is actually a software that we are in partnership with. And this software, what it does is that automatically integrates with your Amazon Seller Central account. And as you start, uh, as a sale is generated, the software automatically send an email to your customers asking for a review. So why some people might want to use this? Well, if you have already a branding, like a, a, a language, a, a language basically type of, of communicating with your customer, like a specific uh, tone or a specific way of, or, or keywords that you like to always mention to your audience to represent your brand, people like to customize these emails. And that's where usually these software uh, tools are, are very uh, helpful. But overall, if you wanna keep it simple, you can just use the uh, option that Amazon already provides you. You go inside each of the order and request a, a, request a, a feedback to your audience. Usually we have seen that working well, well in terms of conversions, okay? Good. We got another question here. Um, what is your advice on pricing, listing management when you're going to roll out of stock immediately? Okay. Um, so usually what we do on these cases is that, I mean, you have, I'm pretty sure you're gonna find online, people have different theories. Some people prefer to not go out of stock. Some people prefer to go out of stock quickly. Uh, in, I think it really depends on how lo how far your your your, um, your next inventory is from reaching Amazon. And based on that, we can usually advise you on what is the best thing to do. So for example, if your inventory is gonna be reaching Amazon within one, two weeks time, there's really no concern of going out of stock. And in fact, we usually advise to go uh, keep your campaigns as usual, your price as usual, and sometimes even be more aggressive to go out of stock aggressively as you have here on some of the uh, advices uh, on our blogs as well. And we have actually seen that when you come back within one, two weeks, the ranking still there and sometimes it could be even better in some specific keywords. Now, if the if the board, if the inventory is gonna be our stuff for let's say one month or more, usually what we advise you to do is decrease the uh, the um, the amount of advertisement you push to your, your product in terms of traffic, but at the same time, don't don't decrease it too much. For example, if you're selling 10 units per day consistently, maybe you want to target to lower it down to seven, seven, eight units, but not like four or three, because then that is also going to affect your ranking. And that is going to give you an extra maybe 20, 30% window in terms of breathing time uh, to allow the next inventory to come in. Um, if then it's going to be longer than two, three months, then most likely you're going to be needing to do a relaunch, which is something I actually going to be covering on future videos about how you usually do relaunch. But um, yes, it's going to strictly depend on how long the uh, inventory is going to be out of stock because that is usually going to be the the, term, uh, the number one factor that's going to uh, be taken in consideration in terms of the impact that is, it puts toward your organic ranking. Okay. Um, 
yeah actually i forgot to also mention one thing the pricing so the pricing uh, try also to not decrease it or increase it too much because sometimes people if you decrease the if you increase the price too much to avoid the product going up, uh, to selling too fast you can end up losing your buy box so if you're going to increase it increase it uh, like maybe let's say you're selling at 20 dollars increase it to 22 24 something like that if you go from 20 to 30 40 you might eventually lose your buy box which then is sometimes difficult to to fix a uh, on 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 a on a quick uh, manner right um and the same goes the other way if you try to decrease a uh, the price too much sometimes we can we have seen also an impact in the buy box so always take that into consideration okay good let's see which are questions um good this one uh, comes on how to check my ranking on a specific individual queue so uh, this one of course usually you're gonna require a software tool for this because there isn't really a way to do it manually so the tool that we use uh, been using lately is helium 10. Uh, sometimes you also use our tool like Songguru to verify your information. Uh, and these two tools basically what allow you to do is a, basically keep track of your keywords. I, th I think keeping track of your keywords is key. Uh, we have seen so many times clients that come to us and we start working with them. And then the, the first thing that we do is, can you give us a report of uh, where are your keywords? Um, and basically in terms of positioning and where you want the keywords to go. And a lot of them don't, don't have a clue. I mean, they don't have a tracking system. And I think that's a, a big thing to consider because if you don't have a track of where are you being positioning organically, that's gonna affect you significantly when it comes to strategy because you don't know which keywords you are lacking. If for example, your sales drop, you don't know why the sales are dropping and what you need to fix. And in fact, when you're using a software like uh, like Helium 10 that has the keyword tracker, you're gonna see, okay, today my sales went down 30, 20%. Let's see my keyword tracker. Oh, okay. It happens because one of my main keywords, I went from page one to page three. Or for example, I stopped indexing for my top four keywords, things like that. If you don't have a, um, a thing to track that, it's gonna be very difficult to then do troubleshooting when things start going wrong which eventually they will because Amazon, again, is a huge system and sometimes things can happen that can affect your product. And it's good that you have a tool to refer to and then understand what can you do to fix it, right? Good. Um, great. We have a question from Manuel. Is there a way to stop Amazon for repackaging returns and sell them? not refurbished, but they're not return. Yes, it's a way to do that. Actually, you if you go to your Amazon settings, there is a, I don't remember exactly how is the section called, but if you go to your settings and then the FBA setting, there is an option that asks you what you want to do with your returns. And one of the options is that the, the units, instead of being repacked and, re, and, and put again in your, into your inventory pool, as soon as they're returned, they're sent back to you. So usually we always do this. And it's a great question because we have seen a lot of times Amazon standards to this uh, for deciding if a product quality is good or not is completely off from you as a brand owner one, right? We have seen sometimes packaging that the thing, it can be resolved, 
uh, but then you see the box all with tape or some plastic broken, which again is gonna break the customer experience. So yeah, always go to settings. Again, I don't remember exactly where the section is called because this is usually done by one of my team members, but send me an email to my website or social media and I send you the, the guide of how to do it. It's, it's very simple. It's, you go to settings and in note there, there is a, an option for FBA. And in there you can decide, okay, what do you want to do with this? You want it to be sent back to, to you or be kept into your inventory pool, okay? Hopefully that's helpful, okay? Thank you for the question. Good. Um, let's see which other question we got here. Good. What do you recommend for the launch, uh, for the relaunch strategy? Yeah, so this one usually goes back to um, the same topic we were actually discussing, which is the um, inventory issue, right? If you go out of stock, which happens a lot, especially now with everything that is happening in 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 China and, and Asia in, in, in general and worldwide with the freight companies and delays and all that, a lot of people is encountering this issue of going out of stock. So relaunch strategy is key because that's the only thing that you can do honestly to save your product that usually when you come in stock again you lose all your ranking your positioning it's almost like starting from zero so the first thing that we do within the first weeks of relaunching we go very aggressive with a ppc campaign so usually we go back in your history reports or teams usually does an analysis of what are the keywords and the campaigns that were performing the best and we try to put the budget at least three times while we run the budget ad. Again, these first two, three weeks that are we doing the relaunch strategy with the main campaigns and keywords that we want to fully focus on, is not we're not expecting to be profitable here. We're expecting to bring as much traffic and to convert. And of course, the conversion here is very important. And that's it. that is why we got just aggressive on the keywords and campaigns that we have huge uncertainty, uh, sorry, huge certainty that's gonna work. So this is, of course, uh, taking the decisions taken by analyzing the metrics. So if you look at the metrics, um, and then you see that your conversion rate is high on specific keyword, your ACOS is low, your cost per click is decent, and you're being profitable for a, a long period of time, most likely if you double your budget, uh, or even three times, it, sales are gonna increase. Uh, and that, of course, is gonna push your organic ranking and it's gonna get it back eventually to where we wanted to to have it, right? Then, besides PPC, we usually combine this with a series of uh, what we call external traffic, which is some of, a bit of what I covered before. This is basically combining uh, external resources such as, such as influencer marketing, blogging, email marketing um, and then we also try to do giveaways if we can to specific facebook groups that of course no facebook groups that are meant for reviews or things like that facebook groups are actually related to your niche for example we have supplements brands that we work with and they are within uh, facebook groups that what they do is review supplements right 
in terms of uh, the taste, what people think, and actually it's like community of people uh, exchanging thinking about different supplement brands. And they basically in exchange of giving a feedback, not within Amazon, but more in, in a community-based feedback, they give these products away. And that also helps a lot to bring traffic and sales. So I think combining all this usually is a very solid relaunch strategy. Um, and then, of course, it's going to depend how long you went out of stock. So it, the, the longer you were out of stock, the more expensive it's going to be because you need to combine more resources. You need to combine more different uh, traffic of sources of traffic. And eventually it's going to, uh, I mean, that's what is really going to define how difficult it's going to be the relaunch strategy. Sometimes if the, if the relaunch strategy doesn't work, um, you were out of stock for a very, a very long period of time. Usually people even decide to launch a product as a new async. Again, this usually is only advice advisable to do if really the initial listing didn't have a lot of history, just a few reviews, because again, you're not gonna do this with a listing that had hundreds of dozens of reviews. So again, it's a case by case study. But if you take the few, uh, things I mentioned, usually it should help you get your product in position where, where it used to be, okay? Good. Um, let's see. Okay, we got another question. Is 3K enough to launch a product? So I actually covered this on, I think, one of my videos. Uh, and as I mentioned before, the minimum budget I usually recommend nowadays to get started with is between eight and 10,000. Um, sometimes people think that this is even low, which I agree in some specific uh, categories, 10K is really nothing compared to the big players and the reason why nowadays you need more money to enter this fba amazon business model is because so many uh, private institutions and investors have entered the game so you have big aggregators in the space uh, such as for example tricio uh, make heroes elevate brands and so many other aggregators that they have millions and millions of dollars and they're buying multiple brands and they have deep pockets in terms of what they can put towards advertisement um launch strategies so that means that your barrier of entry is going to be bigger because now you need to allocate more budget towards things such as advertisement external traffic a product design differentiation things like that so i i say nowadays the bare minimum again is around the 10k mark this of course is going to depend on the category a uh, but that is going to give you a more healthy margin to cover things such as, for example, uh, covering for uh, the PPC cost, your inventory cost, uh, miscellaneous costs such as setting up your company, uh, doing a trademark. Uh, actually, trademark, it depends. If, if you're just getting started and you're not fully sure uh, about the brand yet, you might wait until the second or third shipment just so you can at least make some revenue and then cover the expense. But initial expenses are going to be setting on your company, your inventory, your PPC costs, your launch strategy costs. So again, you want to have some breathing and not just, not, not just for those things I just mentioned. I mean, you need to consider that the game here is to have the muscle to be able to reorder products or stock in this case, when you're running our stock. Because as I mentioned already, 
if you go out of stock, it's going to be more expensive to then do the relaunch strategy. So out of the 10K, usually you should be allocating already another 30, 40 percent, in this case, three to four thousand as a deposit to put towards your second inventory, which, as we all know, usually nowadays suppliers ask you for a 30 percent, sometimes 50 percent, but most of them, they allow you to go by 30 percent. So you want to have some money in the bank to be covering the uh, initial inventory. Otherwise, you're going to spend all your budget in your first inventory, your first uh, PPC launch, uh, PPC and launch strategy, and then you're not going to have enough money to order the second inventory. Because remember that Amazon pays you every 15 days. So you, if you don't have enough uh, capital and cash flow, you're going to struggle there. Okay. Good. Uh, we have another question. Will Amazon be a problematic business model considering the supply chain issues we are seeing or on the use base? Okay. I'm bringing some water. Um, yes, of course. Uh, as I mentioned before, every, the whole situation in Asia uh, is getting complicated, supply chains. Now with this uh, situation happening in Ukraine, that's for sure gonna freak also the um, supply chain in some specific uh, countries. Um, everything affects supply chain and things are gonna get more competitive at, at times goes, especially with these, uh, these things that are happening worldwide. So I think the next step, uh, the next step and things that are really gonna make the difference on, an, uh, uh, on scaling your Amazon business even faster is to be uh, is to be able to find suppliers within your country, right? So we are we already are starting to work. For example, here in the UK, we have some clients that they they are doing very well already because instead of going, let's say, to China, India, other countries for sourcing, what they're doing, they are sourcing directly from UK, which okay. Sometimes the, the, the manufacturing cost and all that is going to be more expensive. We all know that. But they are already causing all the issues of supply chain in terms of delays. They don't need to deal with big shipping delays. Now everything is kept within UK. Maybe pricing is higher, but at the same time, they can even use that for branding. We have seen some of the clients already mentioning a proudly made in UK, for example. And this helps also to promote national um, national production so i think people that understand this and start to leverage national production instead of always looking overseas i think it's going to be a huge thing to, uh, because uh, if you're able to keep up with the cash flow and the uh, stock much faster than mo uh, most of your competitors that's going to be a huge win for you in the long term for sure yeah okay i think we have um let's see one final question what's the chance of suspensions and termination yeah uh, yes uh, this is a big uh, fear that i mean we get all the time for all the people involved in amazon even myself i mean we all know that amazon i mean the the number one nightmare of all amazon sellers is waking up seeing your phone or your email and the first notification is that your account is being suspended or something like that. Uh, yes, it's very concerning for sure. So usually what uh, we advise you uh, 
to do is from day one, making sure all your documentation is in place, right? So for example, uh, when you're opening an account, and, and this is something that sometimes people reach out to us to require, require a request support. People get their account suspended for things that are easy to avoid. For example, they open the Amazon account and they have their, they put their personal information, their passport and everything. But for example, their bank account a address doesn't match the address of the business. That's the first red flag. Or the bank a address doesn't match your personal a living address, another red flag. And there are other red flags that if you don't take in consideration, can easily suspend your account, uh, your account. So the number one thing to avoid these suspensions and terminations is to make sure you know Amazon rules inside out. And there are so many videos out there, even myself, I'm gonna be making videos and I'm gonna be bringing experts in the coming weeks uh, around this subject about how to avoid uh, suspensions and things like that. Is that as long, as long as you keep educating yourself about this subject, it's gonna help you a lot uh, in avoiding these mistakes. And the, the other thing is, of course, stay away from black hat tactics, uh, things that are not really within Amazon rules, because at the end of the day, that's really what is gonna affect your business and it's gonna become more difficult for you to even sell in the future because aggregators nowadays and investors, the number one thing they, they, they like to see is a healthy account that didn't have issues in the past, so that you didn't put reviews or things like that. So keep everything clean. And I'm sure that uh, you shouldn't be having any suspension in the termination. It might happen, but I'm sure that if you're doing everything by the playbook, you should be back in no time. Okay. Let's see. Okay, we have another question. Do you think sales would decrease due to inflation issue? Have you seen any effects on this already? Uh, Yes, I mean, from the beginnings of my clients in the USA, they were concerned about this. We were doing some projections in sales. But to be honest, we haven't seen a direct impact yet. I mean, you need to remember that in USA, is number one country in the world for consumption. I mean, people in USA get so, so easy access to credits, to cash. Uh, I mean, anybody can get access to loans. So it's so easy for people to keep the spending habit. So I think it's not going to be a huge impact. It might be in the long term, but we haven't seen it. Um, but I think just for the simple fact that USA is a, such a such such a huge country, and as I mentioned before, the the purchase power is much higher than other countries. If we see that effect, it, it might be more down the line. But at least right now, we we haven't seen it. But yeah, great question. It's actually a concern that a lot of our clients were having uh, and we were monitoring this from the beginning of January just because we know this year is going to be quite challenging with everything is happening but right now we haven't seen a huge uh, impact in sales due to that yeah good question good um let's see if we have uh, any other questions no, I think that's everything for today, guys. Uh, once again, thank you very much for showing up. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for all the comments, the likes, subscription, sharing. Everything is very useful. Uh, and all the questions you guys send me via email and on my team during the week for to prepare for this session. So thank you for that. Uh, remember that 
if you reach out to to my team to in my website your first consultation is for free so we're gonna analyze your business we can see what we can do for you you're usually very honest if you are not the right fit for us we usually just refer you to another person or we just advise you what is the right step for you um and yes that's it actually just a last minute question came in let me just cover that very quickly and then we go so new question says amazon recently landed in Saudi Arabia. Uh, what is the opportunity and challenge in emerging markets yeah uh, for sure uh, we have some clients already trying to expand here uh, we think those markets are gonna be huge in the coming years dubai as well uh, then you have marketplaces such as japan uh, turkey uh, i mean there are so many new marketplaces coming up and I think these emerging markets for sure is going to be challenges because when a new market is coming, you're going to have more barrier of entry in terms of understanding the logistics around that country, the legal implications, your limited company, things like that. But I always say to people that have the funding and has the the the, the vehicle to, to jump into these marketplaces, do it do it without hesitation because you need to consider that these countries are baby in baby steps compared to USA and eventually it's going to catch up because Amazon is, is going to eventually be in every single country at least the main ones and, and all the countries Amazon is jumping in is doing well so it's just a matter of time until those countries become a habit for them to also shop on Amazon and I think we are the first one there build your reviews build your listings then it's gonna be it's gonna be like the people that jump in USA ten years ago. That was basically the always easy to get reviews, no competition, no saturation. So I say if you can, for sure do it. We have seen some of our clients doing it, and they are already showing good results. So yeah, word advices. Okay. Thank you for that question. I appreciate it. Uh, good. I think that's everything for today, guys. Um, remember. Uh, yeah to subscribe to follow me on social media feel free to drop me a message and all is available or somebody from my team um yes see you on the next one okay take care guys and have an amazing week bye bye thanks for listening to the e-commerce lab by ecomc be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode while you are at it we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen that will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.